0: there and rip Steelers fans hearts out oh man it becomes it's the best feeling in the world and I like Marlin's attitude all week I think he's just you know he's a cool customer at all times I don't think Pittsburgh's gonna be too big for him this Ravens team is getting hot
1: at the right time is this one of those you know 2012 type teams where you get hot, Joe gets in the rhythm so yes. are you buying that
0: <sighs> yeah Welcome into the lounge. I don't know if you know this yet, Garrett, but it's Steelers week, baby. <laughs> it's a big one, buddy. So we're go- we're not going to have a guest on because it's such a big week that you and I, we're the premier guests. We need all the time we can get talking about this game. I totally agree. I mean,
1: you know, this there is no bigger game, the Ravens-Steelers. I don't care. I mean, it's kind of cliche. Like, I don't care when it is and blah, 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 blah. And that's all true. But, like, then you have games like this one that you know are, are going to be a great game. Yeah. Like this is, this has all the makings of another great installment, just as good as last year on Christmas Day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the division
1: title isn't on the line. That's true. It's not, true. A, it's not true. as good as that. Well, it is for the Steelers. Steelers win. They win the division. Yeah, but it's not on the line. It's on if they win, they win the division. So it's on the line for
0: them. Oh, get out of here! It's not as good as last year. <laughs> but anyway, it's still really.
1: Can good. I just say this real quick? And sure. I know we want to get into an email. But the whole notion that the division is gone, it's unlikely. It's unlikely for the Ravens to win the division. Yeah. I get that. Uh, But it's not completely out of the question just like by the Bengals loss. I know why people are saying that. But if the Ravens win this week, Steelers lose. To the Patriots, and then they lose to the Texans. The Ravens can get right back in it. So I just don't want to say it's completely gone. The, the division is on the line because if the Ravens lose, they're out of the division race. So
0: that there is, we go. That is true, but it's not as good as the Christmas thing. <laughs> anyway, we have an email here. This one's from Ashley Flegel. Uh, so thank you, Ashley, for emailing us. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. And Ashley said, "I recently found this podcast and must say I am now a devoted listener." I help my mom clean our church on Saturday morning and listen to it while we clean. So, hope things are getting tidier. Nice. Ashley, nice. thank you for cleaning the church. Yeah. Great deed. Yes. Uh, I love the guests that you guys have on the show. Sorry, we're not having one this week. <laughs> uh, and it's fun hearing about the lives of the players. The game on Sunday, this past Sunday against the Lions, was a great game. It was nice seeing what the Ravens can do when all phases are working together. I'm excited to see the Ravens take that to the Steelers on Sunday night. Ashley says, I live on the PA-Maryland border, and most of the people here are Steelers fans, which stinks. That oh, must suck. That would be difficult. The they are bandwagon fans. <laughs> they keep saying, oh, we have six Super Bowls, and the only players they can name are big-name guys. It gets so annoying. <laughs> Ashley says she just has one question. My favorite Ravens player, CJ Mosley, has he ever been on the podcast? If not, I think he needs to be on. Keep up the good work, and I look forward to more episodes from a Ravens fan in Pennsylvania, Ashley. Well, thank you, Ashley. To answer your question, yes, CJ mm-hmm.
1: Mosley has been on the podcast. We had him on last season. So he is. He episode, checks the box. Episode 33. Episode 33. So he was kind of on the earlier end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he checks the box as a
0: true Raven. True. Yep, exactly. Exactly. We're going to have to get convince some other guys to be true Ravens here in the coming weeks. Not to say that we tried to bring somebody on this week, and they stiffed us. That definitely didn't that happen. That did not happen. That didn't <laughs> happen. We just decided we didn't want to have right. a guest this week. Yeah, no, podcast didn't come out later this week because we had plans
1: to get, you know, somebody that may be making their first start, and then exactly. they Some didn't. A rookie cornerback, maybe. We right. don't, <laughs> <You> don't want to <laughs> name names. <laughs> right.
0: But, you know, right. we definitely didn't get stood up by that person. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we decided the game was the guest. Yes. The game
1: is the guest. The game is the guest. No, you need no guests on Steelers Week. Um, but in all <laughs> honesty, let's talk about this team. Let's talk about Sunday's game. Um, and, I mean, the notion is starting to creep into a lot of people's minds, my, mine included. I'm starting to put my chips into the middle of the table here. Mm-hmm. That this Ravens team is getting hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. They're starting to remind us a little bit of maybe, okay, is this one of those, you know, 2012-type teams where you get hot, Joe gets in the rhythm. And we saw that on Sunday. He played his best game of the season against the Lions. So yes. are you buying that?
0: <sighs> yeah. I, I'm
1: kind of buying it.
0: I'm kind of buying it, too, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of buying it. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We all knew the defense was going to be really good, and yep. it is, yeah. right? I mean, it's probably even better than, than it had the stumbles and the run defense yep. there for four games. When and Brandon, Brandon was Williams out. out. Exactly. He's back. He's healthy. Now, there's a question mark with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. That hurts. So this is going to be a big test to see. Can the, the elite Ravens defense still be elite without its best cornerback? Yeah, I think it can still be very good, but it's going to it, hurt it. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be quite as good without Jimmy, even though I, I'm confident in Marlon, and I like Reese Kennedy a lot. Um, but anyway, I, I, this defense has been better in some regards than I even anticipated. I turnovers? Not, turnovers. Yeah. I did not think that we were going to lead the league in turnovers by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't see the, those necessarily... Stopping. Yeah, I mean, I think Marlon might be a better playmaker than Jimmy. Yeah, and uh, and I think that the pass rush is is geared up. I don't see why it should slow down. In fact, you, when you have Tim Williams and Tyus Bowser who are fresh late in the year, I think they can make a difference down the stretch a little bit. The secondary is playing really well, and I don't see that changing without with Jimmy out. The linebackers. I mean, at every level, you're creating turnovers and problems for the opposing offense. So the defense is really, really good. And we said it all along. If a pound the fist, baby. You can hear. <laughs> if the offense could just be proficient, mm-hmm. then this could be a really, really good team. Because we also know what we have in special teams, and the offense look is looking like it could be proficient. Yeah, I, that's the thing. And
1: we've all we've said all along. You don't need this offense to be a forty point a game offense. That's not necessarily the way the team is built because of the special teams and because of the defense. But. Be sure nice to be like a high twenty eight points. You know, like twenty eight points a game. Yeah, oh I mean, god, yeah. twenty eight points a game. We're going undefeated the rest. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Come on. Um, yeah, that's probably is, is <laughs> a little too high. But yeah. but in all honesty, like, so why is the offense playing better? I think it's a couple of things. One, now look, I don't we don't want to take one game and extrapolate that and say that all the ills of the offense are completely cured. And, mm-hmm. um, I think that that would. Be getting a little ahead of ourselves. That being said, I think that Marty Morningwegg made an interesting point this week when he said that Joe's healthier than he's been all season. And that maybe was part of the reason that there were some early season struggles. I mean, what, he practiced for a
0: week before the first game yeah. of the season? We kind of, we all talked about that for so long leading up to the season. Then when he went out there and played, everybody forgot of, about it. Yeah, we didn't talk about it anymore. You're like, well, he's out there, he's playing, he looks he looks fine. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, was, it was interesting to hear him bring that up. It, it kind of reminded us, oh yeah, that's right, maybe Joe was struggling a little more than we all thought.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing too with the offense, and like, I, the numbers are bad for the offense, and look, at times it has been bad. Um, but... At, this, at the same time, there's been games you can go through and you look at the schedule where they've just kind of shut it down in the second half. Not every game, but Bengals game to open the season. They basically just poof, shut her down in the second half, get that early lead. <laughs> power, power down. Power down. And then they just run the ball and try to run out the clock. They did the same thing kind of against the Raiders. Um, yeah. And so, like, and then they,
0: they did that. Um, you know, they've done that at times right. throughout the season. And now it's kind of the flip side. The different sound effect that we have is the, yeah yeah right spread it out <laughs> spread out the wide receivers Four wide, whistle, baby better Let's whistle go. than i had there spread
1: <laughs> <laughs> it and, and throw it and, and i don't know if opening it up and throwing a lot on early downs and pushing the ball down the field yeah. was a direct result of joe talking about after that game that they need to play better and they're not going to win the super bowl unless they get better on offense like i don't know if it was a direct result of that or if it just
0: coincided with it and it kind of happened at the same time and and, and it's I mean, it truly is game game to yeah. game. You know, what is the game plan going to be for that game? The the Lions were susceptible in their secondary; they they don't have great run defense either. Um, but I think that the Ravens felt like they could really attack them through the air. It's and I feel like, like they, it's just a convergence of different things. They felt like they could attack the Lions through the air. Joe Flacco is healthier and moving better. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you do look back on it now, you're like, Joe was kind of stiff in the pocket. I mean, I've been yeah. saying that a lot of the year is like. Dude, just if he can move a little better in the pocket, I'm not asking for him to suddenly turn into a scrambling quarterback, you know. He's not Russell Wilson, obviously. Exactly, he's not Russell Wilson, but if he could just move better within the pocket to buy himself that extra, you know, half a second makes a difference between your wide receiver coming open and not. You know, if he can move a little bit and throw on the run, it just, that little bit of a difference can really make or break your passing attack. And I think we're, we started to see that the past two games, not just against the Lions, but also against the Texans. And that gives me hope that it's not just, you're not basing this off of just one good game against the Lions. I think Joe's play has ticked up a little bit. I think his play has ticked up, and I think... And that's that's the center of it. Yeah. we said it all year. This, this offense is going to go as Joe goes. right? Which if is Joe what you'd expect. stinks all year long, the offense is going to stink all year long. Right. And he's playing better, and thus the offense has been
1: better. And I think that the offensive line... You know, we, we, there was a lot of criticism of the group earlier in the season yep. and, and all this, and they had the injuries. Well, quietly, they've played really a couple of really good games. Joe's yep. got sacked once the last two games. Yep. And this offensive line is opening holes in the running game. They're just playing
0: well. I think it's six sacks in the last five games, and yeah. they gave up like 17 in the previous seven.
1: Yeah, and so the offensive line's playing better. Yep. They've had been able to stay together as a group. You know, that helps. Continuity along the offensive line is is critical. Um, and so... Basically, Joe feels better in the pocket. He's moving around better just regardless because he's healthy and then you know now you've got some wrinkles in there with Danny Woodhead's back he, he hasn't really had his breakout yet but he's going
0: to thank you for setting me up I, I say you have yeah, you been talking I, about this all I week I appreciate this I think Danny Woodhead's going off in Pittsburgh I just think he's gonna have a big game I, I'm not saying like he's gonna rush for 100 yards or something yeah but he's gonna make some key plays against the Steelers like this is the kind of game I feel like that they brought Danny Woodhead here to play move the sticks hostile environment Vet. not too big for him tough gritty that is Pittsburgh <laughs> That's football in Pittsburgh. Well, also Tough, gritty.
1: Just yeah, he's definitely going to be having a big game. Yeah. We talk about Danny Woodhead too, and like three weeks ago, that like, was all anybody was exactly. talking about. All anybody or was talking nah, about. we like, hiding him, and then all of a sudden he, he's them. come back and he's been fine. Like he hasn't really done much, and all of a sudden now it's like mm-hmm. people kind of forget that
0: he's on the team, yep. and now here's the big game. We Sunday night him football. under wraps, and now we unleash. Woody! <laughs> but so, also, back to your offensive line point, yeah. also team me up once again. <laughs> Can we just talk about the whole reason this offense is playing better? I don't know. You're going to Left say James Hurst. Yeah, you're going to say James Hurst. Left guard James Hurst <laughs> is the, the key. The offensive success. Yeah, star,
1: the straw that stirs the drink there. Exactly. All right, so let's talk about like this game. Yeah. You already said Danny Woodhead's going to have a big game. Yeah. Uh, the Pittsburgh game, obviously, is one of the best games on the schedule every single year. Um, I think it's particularly exciting in Heinz Field. I oh, just yeah. think that, like— Oh, it's way better it's, than the home game, for it, sure. It, well, I, I, and it's weird because our team loves—and Suggs probably sets a tone on this, but Joe does, too— they love to be those villains. They love to go into Heinz Field and Gillette Stadium um, in postseason games. But yeah. they love to go into Heinz Field, and they love that atmosphere. And I think that, like, there's something to be said for that because I do think that there are games and there's teams that are intimidated when they go oh, into sure. the Heinz Field or really any rival stadium.
0: In the beginning of Joe's career when Renegade was playing, I mean, I came in in 2009, so his yeah. second year. <laughs> he. I can tell you our offense did not like it when Renegade came on Uh in those early years. I mean, the place gets rocking. Literally, the press box, you can feel it shaking. Yeah, And we wilted Uh on a few occasions when Renegade came on. But when you win, when that stuff starts happening, right? The Torrey Smith game-winning touchdown, TJ Houshmandzada. When you go there and rip Steelers fans' hearts out... Oh man, it becomes—it's the best feeling in the world, and we've done that enough. Then in the playoffs in 2014, yeah. When you do it a couple times, now you start to really relish that <laughs> feeling, and you just—you want it again. So I feel like now when Renegade comes on, man, we just are like, oh man, we're about to rip their hearts out, and we're just about to shut them up. It's the best. It is. It is, and we love—I mean, we'll get into tell a couple stories here,
1: you know, because we love story time and we love going yes. to Steelers games. You mentioned that 2014 game. I'll tell you a quick one. Um, you remember this? This is on the field post game. Yeah. Ravens win the game, unexpected. They're underdogs. You know, maybe they're going to do that again this year. I like nice. it. All right. So we're on the field post game, and NFL Films put out this feature of the game. Coach Harbaugh was mic'd up that game, and Peter King from Sports Illustrated <laughs> 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 is walking on the field, uh, kind of moseying his way, you know, off the field after the game, and he runs into Coach Harbaugh, and Coach Harbaugh says, uh, "Hey, Peter, did you pick us?" Peter goes, "Nope, actually, I didn't pick you guys this week." Coach Arba, you never do, Peter. You never do. And the funny thing about the video is when you watch it, I'm just kind of, I'm just cluelessly looking around in the background, which just makes it great. Um, but I, I mean, that's one of, that game right there is probably one of the, it's one of my most memorable games that
0: I've ever seen. That's because it was your first trip to Pittsburgh. Because, no, it was because I froze you out for so was, many years. Was that my first trip? (laughs) It might have been. It might have been. So everybody knows about our travel draft uh, that we had before the season started. That might have been my first trip. I think it was your first trip. And I had gone to Pittsburgh. I knew how awesome it was from my years before you got here. And so I I picked Pittsburgh high every year just to freeze you out. I didn't want you to taste it because I knew once you did then you were going to want to go like I do every year. (laughs) So I froze you out and took pure joy from keeping you from enjoying one of the best pleasures of the NFL for years to come. But then the playoffs come, and that means we both go to the games. So that kind of that kind of broke that. Bit. But I got it again this year. <laughs> and I got it with the last pick in the draft. That's how idiotic you are. That's how big a moron you are. You picked the Bengals game. Are you the, regretting it right now? Oh, no. No, this is oh, great. Oh, no. Yes, you are. Great pick. Yes. Don't regret, don't regret oh, my draft at all. Oh, this game is going to be awesome. It and is. Here's, here's why I love going to Pittsburgh, okay? And this is why I, I every year... I can't say I pick it high every year because I got it with my Yo last pick. pick, but I knew because you're an idiot that I could save <laughs> my last pick as a bargain. Uh, and I love it. Just my favorite part is before the game starts, right? Because you get on the bus and you ride over there and you ride across the bridge, mm-hmm. right? And there's the stadium. You see the stadium, and but before you see the stadium, you see the fans, the Steelers fans, right? And they're walking across the bridge to the game, and they're lined up in the parking lots as you go in, and. All of them, not all of them, a bunch of them are flipping the bird. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's a majority off of the them. Buses, yeah, and I always like it when the rookies are on there and they're like Snapchatting it and yeah. laughing, and like I'm laughing. And you see like 95 year old women like <laughs> throwing the double bird up, <laughs> just going full double cannons, you know? <laughs> and It is just the best. And, you, and and then you you pull into the parking lot and these big metal gates shut behind you. and you're you're locked in. And I love just standing on the field before the game and kind of walking around. I mean, like, I, I love to wear purple every time. I don't always wear purple when we go on the road. I always, purple tie, Purple shirt, walk around, jacket wide open. It's ten degrees. Don't care. <laughs> get here. The fans taunting me, you know, yeah. taunting Suggs. It's just great. It's, it is. It's the best atmosphere. And that when
1: the when the towels get going, it really is a, a sight to see. So, all right, that's from a football standpoint. What do we think? Is I mean, look, the Ravens are heavy underdogs going into this game. That's to be expected. Yeah. The Steelers have the best record.
0: Are they that heavy underdogs? Yeah, seven What's points. With the line, yeah.
1: seven, seven points. Yeah, okay. so. Um, you know, look. The Steelers have the best record in football. They've got the best receiver in the game, maybe the best running back in the game. Both yeah. of them lead the league in exactly. rushing and receiving. So, I mean, statistically, they're the best. Yeah. And they've got a quarterback that's going to be Hall of Famer. So, you know, they've got every. They check every single box. And their defense this year
0: is Ben definitely Hall of Famer.
1: Oh yeah, Ben's going to the Hall of Fame. Definitely Hall of Famer. You think? Yeah, he's won two Super Bowls, right? Been two. To three, and he's put up huge yeah, numbers throughout but, his career.
0: But is he always been one of the best? I mean Tom Brady and Peyton Manning have, have beaten him. Yeah, but they're historically
1: just, good. They they are historically, historically good. I don't know that I'm giving Ben a shoe in. Uh, he's he's going to be a hall of famer without question. And it may not be first ballot, but he's going to be a hall of famer. And uh, but look, they they check every box and I'm really here's what I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see early how Marlon Humphrey handles, because Ben's going to come after him. Yep. One, one thing the Steelers do really well, and they did this well in the, against the Ravens in week four, they find whatever your weakness is and they go after it. They go after it, they go after it, they yep. go after it. That's what they did because Brandon Williams was out of the game and they found success on the ground with Le'Veon Bell. And so they just ran the ball, pounded the rock all day long. Yep. And this game, I expect them to come out there and test Marlon. Even Marlon said it. Marlon said, oh yeah, they're going to come out and they're going to test me early. Like they, they brought, Ben is really good at finding that weakness or perceived weakness. Yep. And give it a shot. And I think the first quarter will tell us a lot. Like,
0: how does Marlon handle that situation? I think he's going to do all right. I I think he will, too. I I mean, I think he's going to do all right. I think the Ravens, like, have done pretty well against Antenu. and. geez Antonio Brown yeah over the his entire stretch against the Ravens generally speaking he hasn't gone off now I think we're all our memories are a little clouded by that Christmas Day game yeah. when he marched down the field and the Immaculate Extension all that stuff but generally speaking I think the Ravens have game planned him pretty well and they'll definitely be helping Marlon with that yeah I don't think they're just gonna stick Marlon on an island zero help yeah any of that stuff uh and and I like Marlon's attitude all week I think he's just cool you know he's a cool customer at all yeah. times. Um, I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be too big for him and the scene's going to be too big for him. I think he's he's kind of excited for Antonio Brown in that matchup. He has the physical skills to hang with him. Yep. Um, now, Antonio Brown knows... He's a crafty dude. He knows all the all the tricks, and Marlon doesn't know him. Yeah, he's I mean, he's incredible. Antonio Brown really yeah, is incredible. I mean, he's going to get it? his. Yeah. I'm not saying the Ravens are going to hold him to 30 yards, mm-hmm. but I just... I. I I think that Marlon, and and I'm interested because before this Lions game, nobody had really gone at Marlon that much, mm-hmm. and when they did, Marlon kind of got the last laugh. He yeah. got the pick. Now, yeah. that was just a poor throw by Stafford, and he was on the run, and yeah. he was flushed out, but Marlon got the last laugh, and I kind of feel like if you test Marlon too many times, he's going to get you.
1: Yeah. I I like the way you're thinking on that too. And then the other piece, obviously, is can the offense keep it going? Um, How many points do you think the Ravens got to score to win on Sunday?
0: You know the Steelers can put them up. I think you got to get in the you got to get in the you got to get in the 30s. 24. I don't think you have to get in the 30s. Yeah. No. I mean, they're missing Juju. That hurts Mm -hmm. for sure. Le'Veon is not going to have as big a day as he did last time. time. Brandon Williams is back. Ben just you know. Ben's gone, had some huge games against us, but generally speaking, he pumps fakes one too many times when he faces the Ravens. I yeah. Think he sees ghosts at times a little bit, and uh, I think we're going to get one on him. Yeah. I think he, he, he'll chuck up some ill-advised passes. I think we're going to get a pick or two. There's going to be some sacks. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's good. I don't, I, I think, I don't think it's going to be a, a high-scoring affair. No, I think they're going to throw the ball a
1: lot, though, and that's again, goes back to how... Yeah. How this secondary holds up. But, it, I it, mean,
0: I, I'm not that scared. Of, I, I, I'm just feeling really confident. You are feeling today. good. But I'm not that scared if they want to throw it 40 times. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, this defense is getting picks like it's its job. Yeah. Well, and, it is. And it is actually its job. True, it's <laughs> like it's yeah, um, and it's doing pretty well at its job. Yeah, a lot doing it well. You and I, <laughs> so. speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, I think that if, if they want to take that approach and be unbalanced, then that could play in the Ravens' favor because they're going to get that pass rush humming and they're going to get some turnovers. So um, it's going to be interesting. I don't. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game particularly. I don't think the Ravens are going to put up a ton of points. Mm-hmm. They're without. Ray, Ryan Shazier, obviously, is one of their best playmaking guys. Prayers for Shazier. Obviously, we hope uh, you know everything turns out as good as it can there. Yeah. Um, but that's going to impact the game. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's, it's going to be... My guy Woodhead's going to go off. James yeah. Hurst is going to go off. Have a huge <laughs> game. So <laughs> there's a lot of things in the Ravens' favor.
1: Right. And so, look, I think this game is gonna be obviously a playoff test. We've talked about this team being. I think first of all, I think the Ravens are gonna to go to the playoffs. They've got an eighty seven percent chance right now but you know, based on some of the models.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, they can lose two more games, I think, get to yeah. at nine and seven and still win on tiebreakers yeah They're i don't f- have good standing in terms of the tiebreakers what i think this game will do
1: i don't think this game really will have too much sway in whether or not the ravens get the place mm-hmm. well if they if they win this one then it's like okay go ahead and, and, and get ready exactly because you're going yeah. yeah for sure we send out the letters yeah to the you see, yeah, exactly stuff, you know? <laughs> like you're going if that's the case right um if you lose it you're still probably going what i think this game will do though is it's it's you it'll tell us a lot about this team I think that's what I'm excited yeah. to see. It'll tell us about like right now you're feeling great. You're talking about how this offense is going to put up a bunch of points, how the defense is great, and all this stuff. We're all excited, right? I'm yeah. pushing all my chips, push them on into the middle of the table. Right? But if if they go out there and don't deliver the kind of performance that we're expecting, yeah. then maybe that changes perception. Or if they go out there and they upset the Steelers and win on national TV, tell you what, everybody And the NFL is going to be looking and they're saying, gosh, I I mean, I kind of forgot about the Ravens in the AFC. They're they're looking pretty good right now. That buzz is
0: already starting a little bit. If it it, happens. If the Ravens beat the Steelers, it's going to be the Ravens are now the team that nobody wants to face. They are going to be the team that's going to knock people off. Yep. There's going to be people definitely picking the Ravens as a dark horse Super Bowl contender. Yep. (sighs) I like that talk? It, you, you like to hear the word Super Bowl, don't Super you? Get your winter gloves ready, baby. Yeah. Get, well, all right, sorry. We'll save that for next week. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll say if the Ravens beat the Steelers, I'm investing in a heavy parka. Oh, yeah. I'm going to gonna get pick, I'm picking dinner
1: reservations in Minnesota if we win this week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I hope we can look back on this pod and feel good <laughs> about it because I'm not so sure.
1: All right, so it's going to be fun on Sunday. Uh, we'll wrap that up. We'll wrap it up today. Uh, but as always, um, we love to hear from you guys. So send us your emails at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We have a guest that is going to be coming on next week. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you know, I don't want to go ahead and say a name, yeah, let's just say it. Say your name. Yeah, Go ahead. we got Matt Judon Matt coming Judon. on. Matt Matt, Matt Judon. Judon's gonna be great. We doubled up on him and we got him booked twice. You That's know? right. We, he we, thought we, I was you. Yeah, I told <laughs> him I got him once. I got him on the books. You followed up, so the double reminder. So he's not hiding
0: from us. Exactly. So we'll be back with you next week and enjoy the Steelers game.